on today's into your head number 722 how to mislead people with the truth analyzing julius caesar's audience management techniques getting the most out of a dog's brain brains versus teeth and lots more a lot to get on with today, items that need to be attended to, issues that need to be addressed, topics, oh topics, you've got lots and lots of topics, we're positively moving to the seams with topics, you've got topics coming out of, uh, topics coming out of this oversized stapler gun, although I've just realised now looking at it, it's not an oversized stapler gun at all, it's a, well it's quite a big stapler but the rest of it is all just some sort of a stand that it's attached to, for the purpose of putting up against the table or something uh, or maybe now that I think about it no uh, now that I think about it no uh, so if I were to not think about it it would be yes and if you well, when I am do think about it it's no that would imply that I'm quite a negative person or else everything is no once you begin to think about it does that occur to anyone uh, once you begin to think about a black hole uh, before you think about it you think yes there's a black hole there's a thing there but then you look into it further and you realise it's nothing. It's less than nothing. It's antimatter or something. And so it's a no. It's a no rather than a yes. And that's how binary. Am I recording at all? Oh, I mean, oh yeah, recording. That's fantastic. I nearly forgot to check whether I was recording. Uh, absolutely. I'm so busy looking at. Oh, I've got a WordPad document open in front of me. It's not anything that's any of your business, but it's, uh, it's my business. It's my business. Uh, no business of yours. Uh, it's like that sort of song go. There's no business that's your business that's in a WordPad document because I'm too fucking lazy to dig out my oh to dig out my Microsoft Office CD and serial number. So I use WordPad for this stuff because uh, it's nothing fancy. A bit of text, a few lines, a bit of bold, a bit of punctuation. You don't need fancy software for a bit of text. Uh, typed into a document no no the content is far more important than uh what you do with well what you how you do it uh as they say uh, it's not what you do it's the way that you do it the snow and that's the other thing did i do the show business thing yes i was about to go there's no business like show business uh seems seems a bit irrelevant now but it seemed relevant at the time in fact it was when they were saying that this is none of your business it was vaguely relevant then uh there's no business like your business like no business i know uh Ah. Uh. Now, I know what you're thinking there. You're thinking the original wasn't done on harmonica. Well, of course it wasn't. If it was, it would have had been, it wouldn't have been original. Because this would, uh, me repeating it here, would make the whole thing not original. It would just be a derivative work. Uh, well, I mean, mine was a derivative. 
Ah, this is a load of bollocks, isn't it? That's okay. It's just uh, we're just getting going here. Uh, we're just doing the opening segment. Doesn't need to. Doesn't need to have anything in it. Just basically me saying hello. Uh, I might re-record it now and just say hello, and then it'll be three and a half minutes shorter. Uh, or maybe I'll do both. I'll do this, and then I'll do another one. That's, and that's what we'll do. We'll still do another opening segment for comparison purposes. Now we'll finish this one. Uh, three minutes and 43 seconds now and I'll start a new segment that's, that's just hello and we'll see which you prefer hang on a minute I'll uh, just stop this here the into your head podcast will be right back after this <coughs> we're back with the into your head podcast and uh, now we start up again I've started up again and this is an alternative opening to this show uh, just like you do with uh, some movies you can get an alternative ending here's an alternative opening that's just me going hello instead of going on about show business and word documents for three and a half minutes just me saying hello uh, here we go hello uh, now that wasn't I know what you're thinking there you're thinking less is more less is more but the whole point of an opening segment is to get going and if I just decide to say hello and then stop uh, then they don't get going at all there's going to be no podcast at all if we do that unless I do the opening segment last and do the rest for you could try that, I suppose. I suppose. Uh, see, this is even worse. This is worse than the previous uh, opening that was more than hello. This is just me saying hello and already it's 60 seconds of crap. Uh, possibly because I had no self-control. I was supposed to just go hello and then stop and then get on with the show. That just doesn't sit well. That doesn't sit well with me. Uh, doesn't sit, uh, sits about as well as a cat sitting on top of a, on top of a dog's arse out in the snow. It's not even snowing. It doesn't have to be snowing for there to be snow. It could have snowed earlier. Uh, as it happens, it didn't. But it could have. It could have snowed earlier and there'd still be snow there now. And it's, I could say it's not snowing and not give you any further information and that would mislead you as to the situation this place the whole town could be covered in a blanket of snow and I could just come on here and say it's not snowing at the moment which would be a complete truth it would be perfectly honest uh, but it would still be misleading you See, you can mislead people with the truth and remember that remember that next time you hear someone telling you the truth uh, just remember they're misleading you I tell you the truth it should be lies lies and more at least with lies you can say that's a lie uh, don't believe any of that. Uh, dig deeper, dig deeper and further down, uh, down, down deep. That's a song as well. I seem to be doing a lot of songs lately. Uh, status quo, if I remember rightly. Down, down, deeper and down, 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 deeper and down, down. down. Uh, they're like a poor man's queen, except it's just four, four old people with guitars. They're all with guitars. Uh, if you have a fellow with a guitar, he needs to be in, in, a, in a band that's got other people in it. You don't just put the four guitar people in one band together. Oh no, you yeah. I don't know, you distribute them between four bands. You don't need four frigging guitar players. Absolutely fucking ridiculous. It's as bad as having two drummers. Uh, you get these. You get these. You used to get these bands anyway in the 670s that had two or three drummers. And they'd get a drum kit each. And they'd say, I'll do the, I'll bang this bit and you bang the other bit. Or we'll both do the same bangs at the same time and it'll just be louder. And then they realise you could 
just have one drummer and just make do the turn the volume up a bit or do layers he can record the exact same thing twice uh duplicate it or the double more than one track or else you could just record it once and copy it and have two tracks it's like having the same drummer twice uh but you only have to pay him once and then the, you uh presumably there were union issues involved well, i'm assuming a lot there they have unions for drummers you probably do never heard of one but the drummers seem to be doing fairly well uh i know several i actually now that you mentioned this there's a drummer called roger taylor and there's another roger taylor in another band i don't know if he's the drummer but he's definitely another roger taylor so that's the duplicate there's roger taylor and queen and then there's roger taylor and duran duran let's see what he does what does roger taylor do in duran duran just check this now Roger Taylor, Duran Duran. What instrument does he play? Uh, Roger Taylor. Uh, oh, he's a drummer too. So there's a duplicate there in the drummer. There's a Roger Taylor drummer in Duran Duran and there's a Roger Taylor drummer in Queen. Uh, but they don't appear to be the same person as far as I can see. No, they don't look like the same person at all. Don't look like the same person at all. Although that could all be lies as well. Uh, let's see. Duran. Uh, Duran's Roger Taylor trades the skins for the decks. Uh, something uh, as an extract there. Uh, Rod Wood is a painter. Uh, Lenny Kravitz is an interior designer. Ozzy is a philosopher. Dot dot dot. And Duran dot dot dot. Now I'm probably supposed to click through there. That's just uh, the summary from the Google result. But that's all you need in life is summary. You can't fucking you can't uh, get everything. Because if I was to if you were to look for uh, decide to study history and they said and someone said here's the whole history of the world from start to finish uh, you'd need the whole history of the world from start to finish just to read the frigging thing unless of course you uh, if it's on an audio book and you play at double speed i suppose but someone would have to have recorded that and by the time they got through recording it unless they were doing it in real time which we know they weren't because there's so much history we don't know about if people have been writing down history in real time uh we wouldn't need archaeologists to go and fill in the blanks uh, no no uh, i hope you're following me are you uh you're probably not you're probably not you're probably off and off uh hello off uh lost in your own thoughts they are barely paying attention to the podcast you're listening to despite having wasted uh tons of your own bandwidth and uh home internet downloading it you probably got you probably got 10 megs of internet at home and you downloaded this before you got on the bus and you're not even paying attention to it you might as well just be listening to white noise which you can probably get in an app well have uh, and only download a few bytes of it and it'll just play on the loop but oh decide i'm going to download some uh bespoke original stuff that i haven't heard before and then i'm not even going to listen to it. i'm just going to play it like noise and that's what that's to young people today you have to have input into your ears all the time regardless of whether you listen to it or not you have to have these things plugged into your ears uh if you were to plug yeah 
Oh, I wonder what would happen if you were to get uh, earplugs, like the wax ones that you can get into your head.com slash earplugs. Absolutely fantastic. If you got earplugs like that, uh, that block out noise, and then you drill a hole through them, and then you put some sort of fancy Sony uh, miniature tiniest earphones in the world in through them, and then you listen to stuff in there uh, blocked out. I suppose you can achieve the same thing with noise eliminating headphones with all the expense and the effort I'm just trying to think laterally as these are I use these all the time they're fancy wax earplugs you roll it up into a ball and you push it into your ear and then sometimes if you do it wrong it gets stuck there for a month but apart from that they're fine absolutely fucking I know you drill a hole and not with a drill don't be putting drills into your ears unless you're a oh unless you're a qualified dentist stroke ear surgeon do dentists do ear stuff as well they probably do i don't know because when you get a drill uh if you get a drill if you have your uh if you have your teeth uh switched off like the way they do when they're going to uh perform dental surgery on you they switch off uh that whole part of your head i suppose they call it numbing it or something they switch a bit they switch it off they pull a switch uh using some sort of medicine and they numb you and then they start drilling into you into your jaw or your teeth or whatever they're doing uh, the dentist you can feel that vibrating in your ear uh, then there must be some connection so surely to christ if you're going to do dentistry you do ear work as well at least the uh, cosmetic ear work maybe not stuff to do that affects your hearing because that would be more that would be a, probably a different area of it because you have the same with feet don't you you have people or maybe you don't you have chiropodists and you have oh, you have one fellow who's a doctor who helps you with problems with walking and general uh, health problems with your feet and then you'd have someone else see those manicures and they'd be considered two completely different areas so presumably there's it's possible that there's two different uh, completely different areas uh, in terms of your ears as well because you have to have specialists for everything nowadays you can't be going to the in the old days in the 1800s you go to the barber and you'd say uh, can I have a shave and can you do some minories, minor surgery on me and then can you murder me and then uh, put, push me into your cellar because you're a Sweeney Todd as depicted in the musicals and as depicted by your man out of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory in that movie a few years ago with Dame What's Her Face. It's absolutely fantastic. I love murder. People love murders. They love it. They absolutely fucking love it. As long as it's not themselves that's getting murdered. Uh, even that, they're fine with that if you're if you're in a computer game and your character gets murdered, which is essentially you, it's your avatar and you get murdered, uh, people oh, you love that, don't you? You fucking love being murdered as long as it's not real. Uh, you even love you love stories about real murder as long as it's not you that got murdered. If you looked on the Crime and Investigation Network one day and they had a documentary on about your murder, I can tell you, you wouldn't like that. Unless, I suppose, it was about your future murder treatment. 300 years from now and had a happy ending in that you, you you learned oh you grew to be the oldest person ever alive and then 300 you probably still wouldn't enjoy if they said you're going to live to 330 and then you're going to be murdered uh, you, in the following scenario and they give you a documentary but you wouldn't like that because they repeat those things a lot you'd be seeing it uh, even if you're uh, at peace with the idea of being murdered when you get to 300 
130 years old. You wouldn't want it to be rerun every fucking two weeks on on uh, two different channels. And you see it every time you look down the TV channels looking for a listing. You see another showing of the thing about how you're going to be murdered. Now that would get a bit a bit much after a while. Probably get a bit stressful. Or else you get you get a, a, acclimatized to it so much that you that you'd be uh, not really caring, and then you just give up on life. You'd waste the next 300 years of your life. You just decide, ah, fuck this, nothing really matters anymore. Um, you just become numb to everything. You say, I could probably go to the dentist now and tell him, you don't need to put anything uh, in to numb me. I'm already numb. And uh, Dr. Dentist, if he's any sense, would say, maybe you should go to the head doctor first and check that up. He'll give you some pills or something. Uh, go to the shrink and he'll, uh, he'll shrink the bad parts of your mind and then uh, I'll uh, I don't know I'll do something with your teeth then but let's start with the important bit your brain your brain is more important than your teeth they'll say uh, you'll probably try and have an argument with him and the dentist if he's any sense will say this is not debatable I'm not de- having a debate with a psychopath about which which is more important their brain or their teeth no no for, for one thing I'm biased towards the teeth even I who am biased towards the teeth would argue that your brain is more important and that should tell you all you need to know uh, anyway that's dentists and uh, murderers for you on with the now, show uh, I know what you're thinking there you're thinking uh, there's dentists and murderers for you uh, is that what he just said and now you're thinking I need to think this through that, that sounded like it was something significant that I need to think through think through in my brain and figure out what it means uh, maybe if I paid more attention towards during the last 12 minutes and 19 seconds that he's been talking about it I'd have more of a clue about what he said ah uh, well the solution to that is to rewind rewind I don't mean unwind there's such a thing don't unwind rewind in fact do the opposite of unwinding wind up uh, have a coffee get yourself alert and ready to listen this time and then rewind uh, rewind and don't unwind uh, it's like that movie what's that movie be kind rewind well yes be kind rewind but don't unwind because uh, you such a thing as being too relaxed uh, there's nothing there's a time and a place for relaxing and uh, this isn't the time or the place this is the time or place for uh, learning and taking something in even if you're not here to learn you're here to be entertained you're not going to get anything out of it by just uh, blindly not listening to the audio and just ignoring it no no if you put on the television and you say I'm going to watch I'm going to watch uh, I don't know I'm going to watch some comedy situation comedy to unwind but you just sit there staring at the screen and not taking in the words that's not even going to entertain you at all you're wasting your time you're going to spend two hours watching sitcoms and then you'll get up to go to bed and you'll think I don't feel very relaxed at all I thought I sat down to watch the television to take in some entertainment that would relax me well for one thing there's a difference between entertained and being relaxed Uh, have you ever watched a video of uh, 
gladiator, the movie. Not the real gladiator. The real gladiator is a, is a historic thing. You can't just go back and watch history in, uh, until time travel is, is invented. Well, you can watch the movie. The fictional movie uh, was the first DVD I ever owned. The gladiator, the movie. I think it was just called Gladiator. Uh, well, there's a bit in that where Julius Caesar does something or other. He does something. I uh, presents some violent entertainment to the ma ignorant masses, uh, just like what I'm doing now. Uh, no offence, but no, and uh, you're not exactly masses. There's a, a few hundred of you, perhaps, or maybe a thousand or two, uh, or maybe three million. Probably not. Although there are over three million people in this country, and this is an Irish podcast, so I suppose in theory there could be three million, or in theory there could be seven billion, unless of course you deduct the people who don't listen to this and of course by flagging all this as uh as by flagging all this in itunes as uh adult content that probably uh that means that's uh, two billion kids now who can't get this because it's blocked on their ipods but well, apart from that no let's say there's a few hundred of you listening to this anyway let's see uh, julius caesar he says to the masses he says are you not entertained and then they get confused they say wait are we not entertained that's it that's like a double negative if it was a double negative it would be are you not not entertained so no it can't be a double negative it still doesn't sound right all you can hear is the sound of the audience thinking their brains uh, their medieval brains clanking away they're not used to having to think they're just used to uh, watching a oh watching a line or a zephyr or something tearing a man's flesh apart and he's asking him to think he says are you not entertained uh, oh see might as well have asked him uh, why are we here where where did we come from uh, how did the universe get created what was there before the universe was there a nothing and if so how did the nothing get there and what was there before it uh, no no you have to target stuff to, to your audience I can tell you he certainly didn't when you uh, but that's, of course that was the fictional Julius Caesar not the real one we don't know what the real one said at all maybe the real Julius Caesar didn't exist at all has that occurred to you did the real Julius Caesar ever exist at all or is he a figment of our imaginations in which case he's not real in which case maybe we're thinking about another Julius Caesar who was real the real if there is a real Julius Caesar he has to have existed at some point so uh, if you're thinking about a real Julius Caesar who never existed then that's the wrong one or maybe there's more than one uh, just like with the Roger Taylor thing that I uh, discussed e either in a later segment or an earlier one I'm not sure which because this is an insert anyway into your head remember we value the opinions of you the humble and ignorant listener email studio at intoyourhead.com studio at intoyourhead.com match the Are you a cat? Or do you know somebody who might be? Then tell yourself about Matchstick Cats. Neil's webcomic. Brand new episodes at IntoYourHead.com Two dogs walk into a bar. 
one of the dogs goes straight up to the bar counter and says, Hello, can I have a pint of your finest dog beer, please? And the man behind the bar says, What in the name of Christ is dog beer? And the dog says, I don't know. I thought you might know. You're the you're a bar man. You've been working here for many years. You're supposedly supposedly the expert in this stuff. And the man behind the bar says, Indeed I am. Indeed I am. And you would think, therefore, that I would know what dog beer was if there was such a thing so i think uh, i think a, a, a reasonable assumption to derive from that would be uh oh would be that there's no such thing as dog beer i know there's dog milk could that be what you're thinking of and the dog says oh maybe it is maybe it is have a pint of your finest dog milk please and the man behind the bar says we don't sell our finest dog milk we keep it for our dog ho 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 and the dog says oh that's hilarious have a pint of your second best dog milk please then and the man behind the bar says oh i'm not going to start rating my pet dogs in order of preference that's no way you don't treat pets like that no more than you would your children you wouldn't come along to your children and say you're my best child you're my second best child you would not you would not at least not in front of them maybe you'd come in here to the bar without them and talk about them behind your back when you're a bit drunk but no you wouldn't say that to them and the dog says well we're in a bar now and uh, once we get going we'll all be a bit drunk well except maybe you because you're at work uh, but no we're perfectly anyway we don't have any children we're dogs dogs don't have children they have offspring uh, but they don't you don't keep them they cast them out they get taken away from them as soon as they're finished uh, as soon as they're ready to go they get taken away and sent off to some dog distribution center or put i don't know put in some uh basically the people uh people dogs give away their kids that's what i'm trying to say i find it very difficult to say because i'm a dog i can't talk can you talk uh, mr barman and the barman says well if i answer that uh, with anything other than yes uh, then what are you going to think and the dog says I don't know depends on what you say and the barman says fair enough I just did and the dog says oh very clever very clever indeed well clever uh, anything's going to sound clever to me a dog anything will impress me you could just say a uh, bark pamphlet or something I'd be impressed by that there's a fellow on Twitter called bark pamphlet now that I think about it I can't remember what he does or who he is or what he is uh, some kind of a person not a dog like me a person uh, no no uh, not that not that I believe in discriminating in uh, uh, bollocks wank arse wank and the man behind the bar says I don't understand that last bit where you said wank arse wank and the dog says neither do I neither do I it's as if I ran out of steam and lost confidence in, in the whole thing and this whole uh, what shall we call it conversation stroke podcast segment I suddenly decided this is going nowhere and it's not up to standard I don't know why those thoughts popped into my head I've barely enough room in my head to, to frigging order a pint of dog milk off you and the barman says well regardless of whether you have enough uh, capacity to order a pint of dog milk off me it's not going to matter either way because I don't sell, sell dog milk or give her away for free if I had it I'd happily give you a pint of it for free I'm not going to start charging for dog milk unless it becomes like cow's milk I suppose like everyone's buying it then I suppose you can't justify just giving it all away for free when you could be making a whole living out of it uh, 
that. But no, if cow's milk was something that only one or two uh, people uh, in the world were into and they were mostly cows and then every now and then a cow came in here and said, do you have any cow milk? I'd happily give it to them for free. Uh, just as uh, I remember when I was a child, I used to go down to the sweet shop and he had one of them old-fashioned big jars of sweets and when it was empty he'd say, here, do you want this? It's the dust from the bottom of the sweet jar. Basically bits of sugar and ground up crap. And I'd say, oh, thank you very much. Something for nothing. Although I, when I grew up I realised it wasn't for nothing. It was for my loyalty to the local sweet shop, which is now gone. It's now gone. Uh, well, the building's still there. It's been turned into something else. It's been turned into a residential thing. Uh, you couldn't, in those days, you couldn't live in a sweet shop. So the fella lived somewhere else. He lived in another part of town. And then he sold the sweet shop and someone else tried to make a go over and failed and then they turned it into a residential building uh, so somebody resides there now presumably it's reasonable to assume that somebody resides there and the dog says that's all very interesting very interesting indeed but my little brain ran out of capacity about three minutes ago so I'm still listening to every word was going in one end and out the other and none of it is staying in it's like if you so it's like if you put a, put a mug under the tap and it fills up with water and then it continues to fill up with water but there's water overflowing out of this the edges of it as well so it's not really staying in uh, so it kind of looks like I'm listing and I am I'm just not retaining any of it and the man behind the bar says oh that's fine that's fine I uh, just like to have a have an ear every now and then to listen to me a dog even a dog ear is fine in fact now that you mention it a dog ear is a lot better especially if it's one of those big floppy dog ears I don't know why they call the ones on the books dog ears they don't look like dog ears at all I don't know of any proper self-respecting dog who would have an ear that looks like a, a bent out of shape little corner of a book page oh no they'd keep themselves cleaner than that for one thing and for another thing uh, unless it's a brand new page it's still white and it's already dog-eared in which case I'd wonder how it got like that someone did it on purpose clearly for at least with an old book where the pages are gone yellow and dirty you know the honey dog-earing that happened to that was just normal wear and tear from the book being used for its for normal purposes but if you see a new one that's brand new fresh white pages and clean and it's already got dog ears then someone's being vandalizing that or else they've handed it to a child who doesn't know what to do with it uh, that's why we don't give books to children where I come from. Not until they've been trained how to use them properly. You give them an iPad instead and they can practice reading on that. Uh, just like in the old days, you'd give them a toy radio where you'd wind it up and it would just play a pre-recorded song. Until they get used to that, you wouldn't let them have access to the real uh, public airwaves, which are a limited national resource. No, oh, no. Anyway, and the dog says, that's fascinating. That's fascinating. Absolutely. Well, it seemed fascinating while it was passing through my ears. Uh, I don't know where you started now, though, so I don't know where uh, what. I can't really add up uh, the subtotal of a hole in my mind, but I listened to every sentence as I went along, and as I processed it, it was fascinating. But as I say, my cup overflows because the top is still running, uh, metaphorically. Uh, it's amazing that I remember saying 
seeing that. I don't really. It's just something that I say a lot. It's something. It's an original thought that I have every few minutes. So it sounds like I've remembered it from last time, but it's not. I don't remember ever having that thought before. It just sounds like something I think of a lot. And the man behind the bar says, you know, for a dog with limited uh, brain capacity, you seem to get along quite well. You come up with these profound thoughts. And the dog says, do I? Would you mind writing some of them down? Just little shorthand notes through the course of the evening. Uh, might, uh, might be able to make something of it. And the man behind the bar says, I'm sorry, I'm not a secretary. I'm a bar man. Uh, I'll, sell, I'll happily sell you beer, though. Just not dog beer or dog milk. Uh, for reasons explained earlier which you've no doubt forgotten but uh, maybe some other day when, when I'm feeling uh, oh when I'm feeling repetitive I'll repeat them for you just not now and the dog says oh that sounds very interesting I wish I'd remembered all that and the man behind the bar says indeed 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 and the dog says why did you just say indeed four times and the man behind the bar says he actually said it eight or nine times and the dog says I only remember you saying it twice and the man behind the bar says do you remember it at all now and the dog says do I remember what at all now and the man behind the bar says uh, now being a minute ago and the uh, and the dog says, how would I remember now if it's a minute ago? It's not now. Don't be fucking ridiculous. You're trying to confuse me. And the man behind the bar says, uh, trying or succeeding or both. And the dog says, oh, very clever. Oh, very clever. And a great night has had by all. You've been listening to Neil tell you stories about cats, probably. Neil talks a lot about cats. Send your topic suggestions to studio at interyourhead.com. In to your head.